And in the same way, when we move towards our why and overcome a fear and step outside of our comfort zone, the same thing happens. Hmm? About to think of all the monkeys that come off your back. Yeah. Creates a freedom for yourself to go live the life that you uh, were created for and you've then chosen it. Right. When you accept it, when you bring it into yourself and say, I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. This is what I think it is and I'm okay with it. Just think of all the monkeys that go off your back that you can start leading the life that you were created for. Exactly. And you start looking at fear in your back river mirror. That's where you go over the courage line and start living in a love-based life. Mm-hmm. Because you put your fears behind you because you absolutely know why you're here. I'm, I'm here to tell you it's a huge freeing moment for me. Right. Took me 45, 50 years to figure it out, but here I am. It's a journey. Living my life, loving it. Hello, and welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I'm your co-host, Andy McDowell, founder and owner of Generate Your Value, providing life, leadership, and small business coaching services in the Atlanta area. And I'm Zach Levy, your other co-host. I run a nationwide financial service business with my wife, Megan. Together, Zach and I have the intention to bring you tips, concepts, ideas, suggestions, stories, and analogies from A to Z, which will help you to grow your personal brand and small business in such a way that joy, happiness, and success as you define it for yourself are achieved. We hope to use our gifts, talents, and experiences in business to generate value in your life And with that being said, let's move to our topic for today. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Generate Your Value podcast. I am your co-host, Zach Levy. I'm your other co-host, Andy McDowell. Andy, as always, great to be here. Absolutely. And... Love the energy today. It's, uh, yeah, we've been having back conversations on just getting the same message and coming together. It's it's, uh, kind of one of those signs that you're in the right place, doing the right thing, talking about the right things. Yeah, when the the universe starts uh, some synchronicity things and sending the same messages, you know you're on the right path. Exactly. So, and today's going to be a little bit different format. Mandy and I both agreed, I mean, and... The crazy part is we agreed without talking about it. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, is being on the same wavelength and being in the right place. Like showing up with the same color shirt. Right, exactly. Yeah. Say a word to each other, but you just you just knew to wear a blue shirt or whatever today. Right. So we're really going to be having a conversation around a bigger topic. You know, not your business plans, not your business strategies, the things that we all need, but the thing that's not taught in school, the things that aren't taught in a business class in college. Mm-hmm. Today, we're really going to be talking about, again, we've talked about it before, but digging deeper on a conversation as to why. Yeah, so we're going to focus on the word why. I think we've sort of sprinkled it through various episodes last season, but we never took a dedicated, if you will, show or episode to this word why. So we're going to throw some questions on the table today that all start with the word why. Let's sort of help paint a common picture or a common theme about life and business because business isn't embedded or involved within life. But 
These are some of the heavy hitting questions that human beings have. Right. And I think you and I are going to sort of offer up our opinions or viewpoints or optics or however we look at it definitely from our perspective and, and see if it resonates with the audience or not. And before we really dig deep, I want you all to think back. I mean, a lot of times we, we criticize children or we look at them as immature, things like that, but we can actually, I feel, learn a lot from them on this topic, right? Oh, say more. Is, is you look at a three-year-old who's learned how to speak, who you're saying, hey, do this, or this works this way. Mm -hmm. And you know, it becomes annoying to us as adults because we've just accepted it as it is, this is the way it is. But to the child's mind, they constantly ask, why? 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 There's a lot to be said about that, right? I've always used the analogy, if we stop, the day we stop learning is the day we stop, we, the day we start dying, right? Yes. And having that critical thinking, asking those the critical question of why I feel that we as human beings, as adults, even need to ask that question more. Maybe not in the annoying fashion of you're having a conversation with somebody and saying, well, why, 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 right? But to ourselves, we should be asking ourselves that all the time throughout the day. Yeah, so it's sort of, for me, the, the imagery that's coming as you were saying that was in, in my childhood, back before the internet was created, we had these books called encyclopedias. And I used to like going into the library, which was the yesteryear internet, because it's where the information was housed, right? Right. And walking in, and you, typically encyclopedia set, and you had a book for each letter of the alphabet or a group of letters mm -hmm. in order in the alphabet. And I used to just pull pull that out and just start flipping through the pages. Not that I read any a lot of details, but just the thought that comes to my head is, "Wow, I didn't know that existed in the world." A duck-billed platypus, really? What the hell is that? Right. Or or something of that nature that didn't have the curiosity or or the willingness to ask the question why kinds of things. Then I wouldn't be pulling out the book and looking and trying to learn more about the world. Right. As a 12-year-old. And with that, I mean, again, learning a lot from thinking back in time, we used to all ask why, mm -hmm. right? We were that child asking why. You know, you turn the faucet on this way, it goes hot, why? Right? Simple things like that. But getting into the deeper meaning of the word why, not just why is this mechanically function that way, but... The first big question, I think a lot of this is, have, a lot of us have asked this question, but we don't always reflect on it, right? Mm -hmm. Is the kind of, for some would call it the existential crisis question is why are we here, right? You individually asking yourself, why am I here? What is, what is my purpose? Why are we placed on this earth? Yeah, so I think the question can be broken into two parts, right? Mm -hmm. Number one is why as human beings, why are we here? Mm -hmm. It's not about Zach, it's not about Andy, it's not about Joe, it's not about Sally. It's why we as the human race, why are we here? That's Right, and why have we part been placed a. in the position that we are? Then part B is the individual question. Mm -hmm. Why is Zach here? Why is Andy here? From that perspective. So... You can break it down into two. So, 
let's let's concentrate more on point A. Why why as human beings why are we here? And and that's a humongous question that I feel like the entire world needs to ask right now. <laughs> right? Well, for for me it's it a is, lifelong journey. Right. It's not a simple, well, let me sit down um, in a good chair for 10 minutes with a cup of coffee and I'm going to come up with that answer. Right. And also, I mean, realizing we collectively, right, Mm -hmm. are all here and for a reason, for that why. And again, it's a larger question that I feel like it is a discovery journey, like you said. It's not, okay, this is why, and then we move on. Yeah, so for me, you you sort of, it breaks down into some key fundamental opinions. Do tell. That are sort of foundations to the answer, right? So the number one that comes to mind where I sort of start this journey in terms of answering this for myself is, A, am I a biological animal? Or am I a biological animal that has a spirit, Mm -hmm. something unseen greater than itself that interacts with spirit that's bigger than myself? Right. A.K.A. the universe. They're both potentially valid answers, but I think each human being has to decide which way do they lean. Right. I mean, physically, I mean, you break down the human genome and the structure of, you know, human DNA. We are technically a biological animal mm-hmm. in our physical body, right? Yeah, I think everybody everybody agrees with that. Right. It's a but question whether does the, it go beyond that. Right, exactly. And that's, I think, the existential question is... Are we more than just a biological animal like everything else? Mm-hmm. Right? That soul, that spirit, that e- eternal aspect. Right? And, you know, it, and if you're listening and, you know, universe, God, whatever your beliefs are, where are we all interconnected by that larger entity? Yeah, and I think I think every human being falls along in answering that question, falls along somewhere on a spectrum. Right. So at one far end you have people that just say, I'm I'm a physical human being. Yes, I have a personality. And that's it. I'm just I'm just here to put food in my body and sit on the toilet and Right. Find a way to I'm a, make some money and put a roof over my head to shelter me and I just go on with life. Right. On that. And then you have people that are on the full other side that say, no, there's, there's a universe out there with an omnipotent power that's spiritual in nature and I'm a spiritual being first that happens to have a body. Right. I think that's the spectrum and everybody sort of fills in or puts their push pin, if you will, on that spectrum somewhere. Right. And I think as a human being goes through childhood, teenagehood, and young adulthood, they're they're trying to figure out at least where their beginning point is on that spectrum. Mm-hmm. And that 
pushpin, so to speak, may move on that spectrum as they go on with age, on a sense of discovery or Well, like you said, I mean, even that part is life experiences and who comes along and everything is going to dictate that. Mm-hmm. Right. And but, but, but I think that's where everybody starts right. with that question, why are we here? And you got to put your push pin somewhere to then go to the next questions that go beyond that, right? Right. And why are we here? But also, then this this is something a little bit different, but using why with within our mindset in everything we do, right? Is why do we see things the way we do? Why do, do we have a victim mentality or a champion mentality, right? That kind of question is why do we react the way we do to life situations or happenstances or things like that? Yeah. And I think like the previous answer that we talked about in terms of why we here is on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. So if you put your push pin in that you're just a physical human being with a personality, so to speak, it's like, that's a full stop. Mm. Right. Right. That's a hard, fast stop. So when you come to a mindset piece, and you're talking about where am I on that spectrum? Mm-hmm. It comes down to, we used an example in episode last season about um, the, the motorboat versus the uh, life raft. Right. Right. So if you're just a physical human being with a personality, does that then lend itself that you're going to lean more towards I'm just in a life raft and I'm out here in the middle of the ocean just surviving trying to figure out how to keep food on the table and a roof over my head and maybe have a little bit of fun right. in terms of having a spouse in the family and keep my lineage going. Right. So to speak. Or is it something more? Is is the word why a bigger bigger piece of your life? Right? If you, right, use, the, if you use the analogy of printing on a piece of paper, right? Is the word why in a six-point font or is it in a 36-point font in your life? Right. Or is it really there, period, <laughs> in some scenarios, right? Yeah, if your, <laughs> your font point is so small you can't see right. it, then is it really there? Maybe it's written in invisible ink. Maybe. Because, I mean, I feel like the the individual that says, no, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a biological being in a life raft and... You know, I, I can't control the things around me, the way things happen. You're exactly right. I mean, I've always said, if you say, hey, this, you know, bad always happens to me and I'm never going to get ahead, you're exactly right. Or if you say, hey, I'm going to overcome every obstacle, I'm going to win regardless of circumstances, you're also exactly right. Right. And having that why in that mindset, a growth mindset versus, Mm -hmm. you know, a scarcity mindset. We've talked about that in previous episodes. Right. That has a huge deal to do with that. Right. And that leads directly into how we make and why really we make decisions. Why in the how we make decisions in our life. And now we're not talking about like why we had, you know, lasagna for dinner. No, no, we're talking about the bigger decisions in life. Bigger than what car am I going to buy or what food am I going to put on the table for tonight? Or it's it's more about who am I going to marry? 
What am I going to do in my career? Am I going to have children? Do I need to get a divorce? You know, those sort of big stressor, bigger questions in life. Right. And with that, I mean, this circles back to the why are we here question, right? Mm -hmm. All of that's why we started there is this all circles back to that why are we here? Because if we have that same why, this is all the same why, right? Once we figure out why I'm here, and that is a journey, of course. So we've talked about business plans in the past. This also may be fluid, right? This may be an ever-evolving, you know, shape, if you will. But having that why at the center of everything that you do and basically that why being a filter of those major decisions. Right, it's a lens in front of your face that you see everything through that why. Yeah, and if people are paying attention and looking between the lines of what we talked about so far, and there's a big reason why you and I are such big fans of Simon Sinek's Golden Circle. Right. Right? So we asked the question, why are we here? Why is a mindset, which is your how, that's a value question. Mm-hmm. How am I going to live my life? What are my values? Right. So the bigger your font point is on your why, the bigger of a value it is, the bigger of a mindset it is. And then why and how we make decisions. Well, that's living in the what. Right. What am I doing in my life? What am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do this year? What big decisions I'm making, right? Well, that's the reason why why is at the center of the circle because it's so embedded in everything that you do. And I often tell my coaching clients, you know, around that golden circle is the the way you can answer answer the question, if I do this, is it serving me? Then you got to keep asking the question, why? I'm going to do this. Why? Because it is in line with my values and how I live my life. Okay. Right. Why? Because that value set, that the way I live my life serves my purpose, my mission, and my why, the noun. Right. Not the action, the verb, or I don't know if you can classify it as a verb, but it's at least an action. Mm-hmm. The why can exist as both. And that to me is why I'm such a huge fan of his model, because in looking at these natural, big, big, life-serving questions that a person has in your life fits perfectly. Now, some people are going to go, oh, you're just full of crap. And that's fine. Figure out what what the model or structure is for you in your life then right. and go live it. But for me personally, what really resonated when I read his book about this is for these exact reasons, because I could figure out and live a life that answers these big questions in a person's life. Mm-hmm. And I can get my head wrapped around it and I can answer it for myself and I can go live a life that's going to bring joy, happiness, and success to my life. And I love that you asked, you know, why, 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 right? I actually have a hard time recalling where I heard this. And and it wasn't necessarily in a positive context. Somebody going through a hard time, I believe. But to figure out their inner issues, right? They, They were coached to have three levels of why, right? I'm doing this to compensate for this why. I'm compensating for this why. I have this why, right? And I feel like in the same aspect, we transfer this here, you know, 
I have my values this way. Why do you have your values that way? Mm-hmm. Right. They- but what's your, what's your return on your investment? Right. You spend your time and your energy living your life in this way with this how that serves your why. What what do you expect out of it? What's your return on your investment for all that energy and time right. that you put into it? Well, and two, it, it, it is funny how how everything around us works, right? Again, using the word universe, God, depending on your belief system, mm-hmm. right? But if you're not living according to the values that you've set, you're going to be corrected, right? Yes. If you feel, you know, if you're in a position right now, and I've been there, that, you know, I'm doing things, I'm doing things, I'm doing things, and I feel drained all the time. I feel no fulfillment from the things I'm doing because you're not living in accordance to your why. Plugging into your why really everything aligns. And when everything aligns, the flow is there, right? The energy, the fulfillment, the just everything more lines up and happens in your favor as well. Well, let's let's suppose you're on the spectrum looking at that big first question that you you don't believe in a universe, you don't believe in a higher power, you're just a human being with a personality. Mm -hmm. Don't you think you could still make an argument about the why, how, what, and the fact that it could could bring some joy and happiness and success to your life, even if a higher power is not even involved in it? Almost definitely, 100%. Then why would you throw that out with the the bathwater? Right. You don't have to be tied to to a higher power, in my opinion, to, to take these concepts, this mindset, this word why, the why that you make decisions, and use it for the betterment of your life and finding joy, happiness, and success. That's why I love, <laughs> I'm so passionate about this subject and so forth, because it, so you don't believe in it. Right. Okay, so- but that doesn't mean the energy and... Your focus on this and having a why mindset and so forth, if you invest the time and energy, you're still, in my opinion, going to get the same return out of it, right. even if a higher power is not involved. At so, least the potential is there very on a high scale. So, and I was actually on a call last night, and this this really just hit me in the face, thinking about this, talking about this. I was on a call last night with a business leader, and mm-hmm. as female business leader, super powerful, strong woman, and... You know, she was she was referencing, she used to be a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And she was referencing when she was teaching elementary, middle school, things like that. These kids, your values start to be established at that age. Your values, your dreams, and your yes. why, yes. right? And her big thing was, you know, school has become a place where dreams die, right? Where whys die because yes. kids today are told that, Hey, you have to get an education, even if you don't have a passion about it. If it has nothing to do with your why or what you want to accomplish or what Mm -hmm. value you want to generate, Mm -hmm. you need to get a job in a career field that's going to be needed because that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's what the world says it needs. And we're wondering why so many people are on antidepressants, are unhealthy, Mm -hmm are lacking energy, have no family life, their finances suck, everything around them is out of alignment and out of whack because they're not living their why, the why that they established that they're here. Right? Yeah, what about, I've had this discussion with friends and clients, you know, we start talking about parenting. Mm-hmm. 
and you have a particular parent, could be mother or father, doesn't matter, that some reason didn't create a life for themselves where they're living out their passions. And so it's like, well, okay, I missed it, or I didn't do it, or I can't do it, but I'm really going to force the issue that my child does it. Right. That child I'm might live, a completely I'm different live, life. I'm going to live vicariously through my kid's ability to do it, and that's what I'm going to push. Push, push, push. You know, you, you, know, you got to be the biggest tennis star. You got to be right. the Wimbledon champion, even though that's what I wanted to do. Right. If I can't do it, you're going to do it. So at least while I'm on this earth, I know somebody in my family did it. Right. And the kid could care less about tennis. Right. Well, my passion's music, or my passion's helping other people, or my passion is X. Right. And you don't, because of your own fears... You project it on your kids and you don't allow them to grow into, at least in my beliefs, you don't allow the kid to grow into their why that was created from right. a higher power for themselves. And just like you said, then the antidepressants come out and right. well, the blame comes out, anger comes out, everything else because their light as it was created for them is not allowed to shine in this world. And I'm going to do a shameless plug here for... Uh Dr. Mike Wiener at Optimal Spine and Body. But Okay. <laughs> right. Andy and I are both under his care, so we can we can relate here. Yeah, and I'm talking to him about having him come on he the podcast. He definitely needs to be on the podcast. But th- this hit me in the in the face as well, is you know, you you go into a consultation and you know, I used to not believe in chiropractic care and then I was convinced to try I mean, complete change in health, energy digestion, et cetera. And the reason is the spinal column holds the, the spinal cord. There we go. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I couldn't mm-hmm. think the of nerves. that. Yeah. <laughs> All the nerves, the entire central nervous system flows through the spinal cord. Yes. This is protecting. That is the super highway of the body to the brain, from the brain to the muscles, tissues. It controls the entire body. Well, right? it's like an ethernet cable. Right. If there's a the- kink in the cord... Not, it doesn't flow correctly. Well, you have a you have a plastic or vinyl or whatever sheath or covering that goes right. over the wires. Right. That protects them. So where I'm going with this is when your spine is out of alignment and there's vertebrae pressing and kinking up the central nervous system, the spinal mm-hmm. cord, mm-hmm. there's lack of energy. People have headaches. Fogginess, yep. lack yes. of memory, yes. digestive issues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, et cetera. The, the body starts getting no messages or the wrong messages. Right. And so in the same exact way, if our why, how, what aren't aligned, if those vertebrae aren't aligned, mm-hmm. we wonder why are we feeling depressed? We wonder why we're not feeling fulfillment in what we do, mm-hmm. right? And so in the same way, We've got to go back to the original question, why am I here? Start back there. Then that's the that's the golden circle. That's got to be the center, right? Just like Simon said. That's going to be the foundation of your house. Right. Your the- theoretical house that you call life. Your life. Right. And, you know, th- this may be just a huge statement, but maybe it's, you know, if you can't find that why and what you're doing with your life currently, maybe it's time to look for a different path because... Nothing changes when you're not moving out your why. The why, how, and what have to align. 
Yes. That's why I was going with the, you know, the kids in school being told, hey, you just have to find a job that there's a need in that career field. We're going to have a bunch of depressed, anxious. I mean, we're going to. We do have a bunch of depressed, anxious, you know, mental health case filled society because what we're supposed to do with our life has been shoved down our throat instead of fostering a society where people get to truly live out their why. Well, here's the thought. And I'm kind of ranting, but. <laughs> well, that's what the purpose of this whole episode yeah. is to, for our passions to come out to talk about this subject. But uh, you and I have uh, talked about fear, courage, and love. Right. So if a person's not living out there, well, A, if a person doesn't know what their why, how, what is, and therefore B, are not living out their why, how, what, you know, they don't have that roadmap. They don't have that sense of direction in their life. Mm -hmm. Where do you think they sit on that spectrum of fears on one side, loves on the other, with courage in the middle? Courage is the inflection point between fear and love. Right. Right. Where do you think they fit? Right? They're going to fit on the fear side. side. They're going to fit on the fear side. Because you don't have that that strong foundational element of of saying, I know who I am and I know where I want to go. And now I can start using courage to start go living out a life of love. Let's go back to our boat analogy, right? All right. And I don't care if you're in a sailboat, motorboat, rowboat, life raft, Mm -hmm. right? Your why is your anchor. Otherwise, your anchor or your motor, you can use either Mm -hmm. analogy here. Mm -hmm. But that why is going to get you in the direction you're supposed to go or just keep you from floating away aimlessly at the whims of the sea of life, right? If we don't first know what, if we don't even have an anchor or a motor, we're just tossed around, right? Mm -hmm. We're at the mercy of our happenstances, our circumstances, and it's just, oh, this is life. Here we go. Yep, this happened. So, you know, it, I mean, Andy, we're, we're doing it right. Going through the discovery process of what is your why. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, guys, I'm working on it with Andy actually. And it is, you know, that's a foundation to actually getting to where you want to be again, establishing that motor, making sure it's tuned well, making sure that, Hey, you've got the right fuel in it. Well, that's my whole pinnacle gift course right which you soon will be going through that's exactly what i was talking about right to help find your <laughs> your why how what right. well, mostly your why but as a starting point that's why right. it's a starting point in my workshops is to get that foundational to get this thing that we're talking about right here today on this episode figured out for yourself right because I, I somewhat and it was toying in my head as you're talking about the analogy between the anchor and so forth in if you'll let me, let me, can I tweak your analogy? Maybe. Maybe. All right. Well, let me throw it out and we'll see, see what you think. If, if you're a person that doesn't know or haven't done the work to do the why, how, what, then you're in a, a life raft dinghy, whatever, just floating in the ocean. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the process, you start looking at 
in figuring out what your why, how, what is, then I would agree with you that it's the anchor that's at least keeping you in the same spot. Mm-hmm. You're not... Life may try try and throw things at you like waves and so forth, but you're not you're not moving, right? You're at least in. And then when you start, you know, when a, a acknowledge that what it is in your life, your why, how, what, but then you start using it to create the life you want for yourself. Then that anchor gets pulled up, and you get an engine, or you get a sail, and you start moving. Upgrade. It's an upgrade. That that I can get my. Head wrapped yeah. around in no, terms that of makes analogy. perfect sense. I, see, again, journey. I started off with a rough draft and mm-hmm. you curtailed it to a nice That's picture. what I do. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Exactly. It's a gift the universe gave me and I'm trying to use it. So, I mean, we can go on and on and on on that. But I think this is a big one that this is a lot to chew on, actually. It's yeah. heavy because it is yeah. a lot to chew on. Yeah. But well, we're trying to cram a lot of stuff in the 45... 60 minutes but this is the type stuff i love uh getting together with friends with a bourbon or a glass of wine or whatever and just talk about this this, because i don't have all the answers i think that's where this podcast started well yeah (laughs) hey let's go to Andy's for some bourbon and then oh my gosh we should start a podcast you you labeled a fear and i said let's go deal with your fear yeah so fear was getting involved in a podcast and i said i was already well, going to start it's, one, it's come funny. on a journey it's with something them. you want to do. And then, you know, it, it, it's scary to just take the leap, right? A lot of that is that whole fear, pride conversation and everything as well. If you can't tell, it's all connected, <laughs> right? Everything is connected. But I want to hit on this, this question as well is something that many, many people ask and this is a very, very large bite to swallow mm-hmm. is why do things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah, we can make a whole episode on this. So I'll, I'll tell you my viewpoint and then you can chime in with yours. And by the way, to listening audience last week, I started my journey to write my first book. And I'll be talking a lot about this in the book. So we were talking in the very beginning of the episode about where where you fall on the line, right? Where do you put your push pin? Mm-hmm. So this is what I believe. This is Andy's viewpoint in the world. And you can agree with 100% of it or 80% of it or none of it. And that's okay. Because it's all about what who you are and what you want out of life and so forth. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in souls, that we each have a soul. You know, we're we're a physical human being with a spirit and a soul. Right. And we, our main purpose here in life is that we're in a soul school. We're trying to learn things about our souls, our life. We're trying to get our souls to a point of higher frequencies, higher energy, because that's where love exists. And our journey here on life is an evolution of our soul. And we can decide whether we're going to participate in that. You know, you, you go back to your elementary, high school days, right? You had the guys and the gals that sort of just went through school. They're, you know, they're in the smoker's lounge most of the time and they're not really trying at school. And is, well, I'm here because I'm forced to be here versus those that, you know, 
yeah, I'm here to learn. I, I want to learn. I want to learn about right. subjects or I want to learn about the world or whatever it may be. And I'm going to put the time and energy into it. So if, if we didn't have the contrast of love versus fear, black versus white, cold versus hot, blue versus red, you name it, we could go on for three hours of just all the contrast that exists. Mm -hmm. Logical versus emotional. You know, we can have heavy things, we have very simple things. Right. And, and you're going to have the contrast. A, it allows choice to happen because you now you've got two or more things to choose from. But it also allows you to move from one spot to another within life. And so we're here in a world that has contrast. And if our souls are going to evolve and grow and learn, then we need that contrast in order to be in areas or spots or whatever you want to call it, where it's not, it's not good. It's right. not happy. It's not, it's full of fear. Maybe it's a bad spot to be. And we're there because we're there to learn a lesson for our soul and our spirit to be able to move us into a better place and growth for the soul to be at a higher frequency, if you will, a closer state of unconditional love that we can be in. And if we're not learning our lessons, then guess what happens? The universe keeps throwing it at you because that's the main purpose of why you're here. And that's how, that's how I answer this question. Everybody has to answer this question for themselves and individually, but that's how I've answered it for myself and how I feel comfortable with my life and where I'm going in life and so forth, because that's how I've answered it for myself and how I talk to my clients about it, but they, they have to accept that for themselves. I'm not here to force it down their throat. Right. I'm offering up an opinion. I'm offering a, a thought in these things and, you may not accept it at first. You may never accept it. That's fine. It's your life. You're the CEO of your life. You get to choose what you accept and what you don't accept in your life. But I'm offering up this vantage point that's worked for me very well. Right. And I mean, to that point, if we didn't have contrast, we wouldn't know good if we didn't have bad. Right. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know pleasure if we didn't know pain. Uh -huh. Right. And without, really in most scenarios, there is no growth without pain as well, right? Going back to health and fitness, everything like that, working out and, you know, is not comfortable, right? There's discomfort, you're pushing your body and there's pain, there's soreness, but your body grows from that, right? Right. Well, and, I mean, and it's, it's like learning a lesson. Well, you're very, very much involved in the physical development world right right where you're you're in the gym with your wife megan every day tearing your muscles so that they can get rebuilt stronger right it's the same analogy in life right your emotional muscles your skill muscles your intelligence muscles or whatever if you're not putting yourselves in areas that maybe that, that are outside your comfort zone guess what you don't you're not tearing and rebuilding right and and you need a contrasty world for that to happen right and then you become less, you have less fear in your life when you're not as fearful of bad situations. You push yourself to go outside your comfort zone and go, 
okay, I'm going to be uncomfortable for a while, but I'm learning from it. Right. And I'm going to be at a better spot when I come out the other and, side. And that's an important part to the why as a mindset in this conversation as well is are we looking at, you know, not positive things, I won't necessarily say all negative even, but not the most favorable situations. Are we looking at them as learning opportunities with a growth mindset? Mm -hmm. Or are we looking at them as, oh, you know, life just always happens to me, right? Or here we go again. Well, it's, it's a little bit of risk management. We're not saying you should go out and buy two chainsaws and start them up and start juggling them, right? I mean, it's not, we're not saying that. We're talking about getting yourselves into uncomfortable situations that are sort of natural or normal in life, right. like relationships, like a career. It, it helps you grow to your why. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, the full extent of your why, where guess what, your why is helping you to generate value in this right. world. That's Again, why, upgraded from that's an why I name my business motor. after that. Upgrade from an anchor to a motor. Mm -hmm. Right. You're actually going in the direction to your destination. You're leveraging it. Right. Awkward pause. <laughs> well, I, no, that was just you know taking in the conversation and digesting it. I know, it, I know. know. I was trying to throw a little levity in it. I mean, in a, it's in a deep conversation. This is very deep and very heavy stuff. Again, that's not taught in school. Nobody ever talks about the why in school. I mean, going back to the rant about what kids are taught now, the school system is run off of standardized tests. Mm -hmm. We are literally judging a fish by its ability to climb a tree most of the time, right? They're not getting to live out or even discover their why just because, Hey, get, you know, here's the career fields that need, need people shove it down your throat. And there you go. So, well, I think it, I think it helps to address, and I know it's, it's dependent on somebody accepting this, but, Somebody who's battling with this question about whether they want to get into Christianity, for example, or Buddhism, or right. any of the religions or philosophies, is why, if we have this omnipotent power, why would they allow bad things? You know, if they are about pure love, if they're all about goodness in the world and grace and so forth, why would they have created this world that's got bad things in it? Again, we wouldn't. Without contrast, we'd never know love. Or understanding that the, the purpose by being here on this earth is to learn something for right. our souls. There would be no lessons. There would be no love. There no. would be no growth. It's just existence. Right. Yeah. And we're, then we'd basically be robots. Well, we're spirits with a physical body that's just having a little bit of fun. Right. If you can find the fun, because everything's the same. Right. It's like stepping out of that comfort zone for the first time. It can be something fun, something that you've been afraid of, right? For example, you know, a lot of people, they have this fear of skydiving. Mm -hmm. I've, I've yet to do it, but plan on, right? Yeah, I'd like to do it too, but I've never done it. But everybody that has gone skydiving that I'm friends with has said it is the most exhilarating experience they've ever had. They Once they got over that fear of jumping out of a plane... Mm -hmm. It was just absolutely freeing, right? Well, it's so, probably the in the physical world one of the most free, free environments you can be in because you're not even tied to the ground, right? Right. 
You're literally you, you can move in all three three D type directions at, at your will. Right. There's no attachments to. Well, I mean, your parachute's attached to you, but there's no restrictions. Right. You can do what you want. And in the same way, when we move towards our why and overcome a fear and step outside of our comfort zone, the same thing happens. Hmm. I just think of all the monkeys that come off your back. Yeah. Creates a freedom for yourself to go live the life that you uh, were created for, and you've then chosen it. Right. When you accept it, when you bring it into yourself and say, I'm okay with this. Mm -hmm. This is what I think it is, and I'm okay with it. Just think of all the monkeys that go off your back, that you can start leading the life that you were created for. Exactly. And you start looking at fear in your back rear mirror. That's where you go over the courage line and start living in a love-based life. Because mm-hmm. you put your fears behind you because you absolutely know why you're here. I'm, I'm here to tell you it's a huge freeing moment for me. Right. Took me 45, 50 years <laughs> to figure it out, but here hey, I am. It's a journey. Living right? my life, loving it talk to people all the time you know everybody's story is different everybody's mm-hmm. timeline is different never mm-hmm. measure yourself by somebody else's no, success it's your own journey it's your own race right so the the phraseology i like to use is compete but don't compare that's why i love the game of golf because that's a golf is that exact phrase mm-hmm. you're going to compete but don't compare you know, what's your mindset when you go out on the golf course in the tournament? You're a pro golf player. Are you there to compete against yourself and do the best that you can and wait till after you finish the 18th hole before you start comparing yourself to others? After you've ran your race, so to speak? Or are you constantly going to be comparing yourself to what others are doing? Right. And all of a sudden, fear starts creeping in because you're like, oh, I'm three strokes behind so-and-so and and four strokes behind so-and-so, as opposed to, no, stay stay focused, tunnel vision, competing against myself, competing from the standpoint of doing the best that I can. I've learned my lessons from being out on the practice rounds and so forth and so on to bring the best that I can to the tournament. And I don't care what anybody else is doing. Somebody's going to have a better day than me, and that's good. That's fine. But I'm staying focused in my lane, doing what I need to do in my life. Yep. But that game is so full of analogies. Oh, my gosh. It's also extremely <laughs> frustrating. Yes. <laughs> but that frustration is but should be focused at another yourself. Another analogy is with each bad shot, you learn a lesson. Or you can quit playing the game and not get any better, or you can learn a lesson. Yeah, and you can be like a couple guys that I've encountered on the course where they're throwing the three wood into the lake or pond. Yeah, but that's also a lesson because that's a $300 mistake. (laughs) Well. And you learn a lesson. Don't throw your clubs. So, So there's all kinds of analogies. But, you know, to our listening audience of, I mean, we hope that, again, our alignment on this coming together this morning and we started talking about, you know, covering this today and it, it was just, okay, this is where we're supposed to be. And so we pray that you're where you're supposed to be and this hits you as hard as it hit us. Yes. And 
really puts you in a spot to get introspective and also retrospective to really, if you haven't sat down and made sure that you know your why, so you know the how and the what to that, and you're living in the why, you know, we hope that this will open your eyes and that you see the importance of doing that. And if you do need help in that, don't be afraid to reach out. That is what Andy's here for. We're here for. We're here to generate value. I mean, that's the whole name of the podcast and your business. So. Yeah. Well, my, my hope and prayers would be that people would have surrounded themselves by family, friends, and so forth, that you can have these conversations with them in a right. non-judgmental way, in a sharing way, in a communicative way, no shame, no judgment, just, you know what? I ask myself those same questions, and out of that spurs a great conversation, a never-ending conversation over the years of friendship and belonging, right. that as everybody's going on their journey, you're sharing tidbits, analogies like we did today, all in the hopes of everybody's souls around the table are evolving. Right. To me, that's nirvana. That's what I live for. Hence why we sit around you and I and Megan and others with a glass of bourbon and talk right. about these things. So with that, y'all, again, thank you for taking your time out today to spend, you know, 45 minutes or so with us. And we pray that that was very, very valuable time because that is a major asset. And we're going to continue to do, do more like this and dig in on these deep topics and do us a favor, hit that um, follow button, spell subscribe mm -hmm. and help us generate more value. Also give it a share. If you know people that are of like mindset that are trying to go down the same journey, just help us compound that interest with them. Oh, here's an idea. Uh, you've heard of book clubs and what happens in a book club, right? Everybody buys the same book and they read it and they get together over their bourbon, wine, or coffee and sit down and have conversations about the book, the story, any messages. What? Right. Do the same thing with this episode. Yep. Share it with some family and friends and uh, have a listen and then get together over uh, a bourbon, wine, water, coffee, whatever, and take an hour or two out of your life and have a conversation about it. Share, share with each other. Where are you at on the journey? What do you think about these concepts? How do they fit in your life? You'll have some amazing friendships that come out of that conversation. And we would love, love, love the feedback and some kind of changes or results. Well, that's why we're here. Right. Make a difference in the world, have some impact. Using leveraging what we you know the universe has brought to us. Anyway, we're here every Tuesday. Like Zach said, hit that follow button, follow us on the journey, interact with us on social media, tell us what you think of the episodes, tell us what you like to hear us, or, you know, what, what, what concepts, what notions, what stories do you want us to talk about on the, on the podcast? We love listener feedback, help us on, you know, steer us in the right direction on the journey. So don't, don't be afraid to engage us. Um, we're both on social media. You can find us, and it's in the outro of this, <laughs> of every episode where you can reach us. So it's easy, easy to find, but we'll hope you do that. So, with that being said, have a great day. Have a great week. And we will see you next Tuesday. 
See you next Tuesday. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of the Generate Your Value podcast. If you find our conversations to be useful in your life, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss an episode. You can find me online on Instagram at The Fitzpreneur, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For information on my coaching services, if you're in the Atlanta area, go to www.generateyourvalue.com. You can also find me and my company on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search for Generate Your Value on those platforms. Once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast, and we invite you to generate your value in this world. Thank you.